You want to be happy? Eat a steak. Man, woman, a child did that. Put him in the aisle. Get the lingerie off the deck. Welcome back to another episode of Ensemble Sports Talk. Uh, date of recording is March 31st, so we are post-Elite 8 in Sweet 16 basketball. Opening day of Major League Baseball is tomorrow. We're going to talk about the games and how they made us look even more dumb than we already are when we talk about basketball and make predictions. And then we're going to touch a little bit on baseball, because Baseball's already getting a little spicy. Tim? We are... Did you hear that? Not Did really. Did you hear the... Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to hear you quote the soundbite. I don't have bread, so I can't, but Gordon Ramsay's putting two slices <laughs> of bread between this girl, yelling at her... <laughs> What are you? An idiot sandwich. <laughs> and that's how I felt personally during the Sweet 16 and Elite 8 games. We des- I don't know about you, Tim. We, we deserve to have Gordon Ramsay do that to us in person for saying the things we said. Loyola Chicago to the Final Four. Yeah, right. Yikes. Yeah, right. Yikes. I, you know what? Alabama you know what? coasting through UCLA. Yeah, right. You know I, what it I, reminds I, me of? Uh, it reminds me of like uh USC challenging Gonzaga. I uh. No, no. You know what it is? It is uh it is that guy that shoots 90% from the free throw line and the commentator saying, "Oh, he's going to make these two. And then he clunks the free throw right after he says that. That oh, yeah. jinx that he put on. I personally felt like we put a jinx on many of teams we have picked. Purdue uh, let's just list them off. <laughs> Purdue, Illinois, uh, Loyola. After I broke down why they were so good, uh, they just went Florida shit. State. They just went shit the bed. Florida State looked bad. Uh, Rutgers. Uh. But yeah, not giving. Also, just not giving Houston credit. And then oh, okay, okay, court. Houston. Houston has. They are tied for the record for the highest seed total to get to the final four. They've only played double digit seeds. I I I will maintain that Houston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but they got I, there too. I, I, they I, got I, there. I, I will say this about Houston, and I will say nothing else. They play great defense, and Quentin Grimes is really good, and they're a good rebounding team. Do they score a lot? No. Are they fun to watch? No. No. Entertain me one time. Play somebody good. One time. And well now they play Baylor. So Well now you're gonna be hurt when they make the final. <laughs> I no, 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 no. If Houston beats Baylor and plays Gonzaga in the national title game. If they play Gonzaga. And, and, well here okay. If Gonzaga beats UCLA and Houston beats Baylor, like that's the epitome of the uh, uh, of of the meme from The Simpsons. Of them going, stop, stop! He's already dead. That, that's what that will be. <laughs> it'll be so bad. 
Or, or uh, for another if Simpsons meme, it'll be Ralphie it, on the bus saying, I'm in danger. That's Houston. <laughs> Oh, oh man. I I just I they're poor. Uh, yeah. We keep saying that, and yet they are the yeah, one. The way we're talking, we talking about it. Houston's going to beat Baylor, and UCLA is going to beat Gonzaga, and then UCLA is going to win the national title. Imagine you that, heard dude. it here. If that happens, you heard it here first, and we're geniuses like that. Even though, yeah, we even we though Gonzaga, even though Gonzaga will beat Baylor for the national title. You think so? Yeah, I I mean, I, I like, think those those like, are clearly like, the two best like, left. They're like playing U- USC beats up on Drake. They absolutely night They just whooped Kansas's ass. Yeah, that was they they hand they just throttled Oregon. Oregon scored ninety five on Iowa, and they look like a JV team against USC. And then that USC team member is like, "Oh, they can, they can challenge Gonzaga. It could be close. That might be a good game." Why am I talking in that voice? Because because we said that because we're dumb. Um, yeah, and then Gonzaga is only up by twenty five the whole game. Yeah, but like literally, on. not even they're like not even playing fast. They're just playing like regular tempo, but they just don't miss. They just don't miss shots. 83 is their lowest point total in the tournament so far. 83. Yeah, but they've played no team that plays good defense. But uh, here's the thing. They They averaged 93 points in the regular season. Yeah, playing what? What is it? WCC teams? I mean, if they don't average that much. Hey. Hey, what hey, are they doing? They played Iowa, Kansas, and West Virginia, and they all they they scored big on all of them. And guess who all lost quite early in the tournament? All of them. Yes, those three. Um, it just I I want to see they scored a hundred and two points on Kansas, ninety nine on Iowa, eighty seven well, on West Virginia. Oh. Yeah, but Oregon also p- almost put up triple digit on Iowa. You don't be interesting, still actually. Two points against Kansas. Yeah, but then USC just made them look like like JV basketball. Uh, yeah. So I mean, no, but, but no, then, but, then, but then exactly, but the, then Gonzaga goes and just wipes their ass with USC. Uh, yeah, like, but like, that's what I'm saying. It's not like <laughs> that Gonzaga just... win over Kansas isn't that impressive. In my eyes, because of what USC did. I I still oh, I still do agree though. I think it, it, it you you can't argue against Gonzaga versus UCLA. I yeah, will put my it, hand down I, if Gonzaga doesn't make Jared the will give final, you all I, a million dollars. <laughs> Yo, dude, I just in case, yo, yo, just in case Gonzaga plays that one bad game the whole year, I will not give you a million dollars, but I will swear down right now that Gonzaga's gonna beat UCLA. I, I just, Cronin, you are working wonders right now. I like, just, I can't, I will give you that. 
I I just don't see Gonzaga losing to UCLA. Well, you wonder who you wonder who's going to get coach of the year between Mark Few and Mick Cronin. I you know I okay. This is how I look at it. Uh, Gonzaga was always going to be relatively this good all year. And I understand, like, if he goes undefeated, I think you give it to him just because mm-hmm. of the sheer old heat. Like, we haven't just seen the, this, what, since the, 75? The degree 76? of difficulty in that achievement. Yeah, that's incredible. But Cronin at UCLA, holy crap. That dude's got him playing well. Yeah. He's got him playing like Cincinnati. And now, watching Cincinnati and how much... I believe you and me like their style of basketball. Now he's implementing that at a blue blood school. Oh yeah, gonna get athletes. Because that was the big question when he went to USC. USC, my God. UCLA. UCLA is like he's like Midwest to the bone, and for all of you non Midwesterners, Midwest basketball is very. Defensive oriented defense, maybe the best the 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 best term that most basketball heads might know is grit and grind. Yeah, um, a lot of half court physical. Um, it defense hard nosed defense, tough rebounding, a lot of free throws, also a lot of threes. And I'm just well, um, imagine what he can do when he gets dudes in there. Well, they have one coming in next year. They got one of the top recruits. Did they? I believe so. I as I say, um, I, granted, I'll look that up love, while we keep talking, just so I can. As I say, you and me love uh, Mick Cron. Like we, we, I, I think. I, I think he has been underrated when, for way too long. I would agree, and I think finally now you're seeing the. Um, the flower blossom in a way where people didn't know him at all. But we like, I guess since we're in the Midwest, we tend to, or Cincinnati is on TV more for us. So we're able to see, uh, his Cincinnati teams playing. Yeah. Now he's on the big stage at UCLA and they're playing well. Uh, five star player, six foot seven, small forward. From Long Beach, California, is signed to go to UCLA. Number twelve overall player on ESPN. Don't know what he is with like twenty four seven. But usually, I was gonna say usually they're relatively, I not all the time. They're not like across the board. If one's twelve, one's within the top twenty. You the think other. they're close? Yeah. Well, like the guy we the, the frame of reference we have for that is uh, Salas. He was going to Gonzaga. Greatest basketball player. Because he's thirteenth with ESPN's rankings, and yeah, I say you know what he is with the other ones. I don't. But isn't he? He is six. Six? Yeah, I know he was yeah. higher. Um, he's ten. That kid from UCLA is ten on twenty-four-seven. Okay. So. That gives you another reference. But still, that's the highest-rated recruit UCLA's brought in since Lonzo Ball and TJ Leaf. Were they? Was TJ Leaf that high? Oh, yeah. 
Here, I'll I'll look that up. You. Uh... Oh, I I got it. I got it. <laughs> I got it. Uh. Yeah, TJ Leaf was 13th in ESPN's rankings. He was a 94 rated five-star prospect through ESPN. Yikes, I'll be honest. I never thought TJ Leaf was exceptional. I thought he was average at best. Oh, come on, That's man. just me. That's just me. <sighs> You're entitled to your opinion. Why? Because you can find other people that do what he does. He never did anything out of like. He He's never in the NBA. <laughs> yeah, he is. But I'm I'm just saying like, there are other guys that were, did the same thing he did. Not as well. Okay. What well, What's one thing he did way better than every other person? Uh, stretch the floor as a, as a power forward who could shoot the three and rebound well. Did any European? Oh, oh, come on. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here, dude. Yeah. It's true. No, we don't need to talk about this. Um, yeah, let's get back on track with the turning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, was, I, I think it is... Well, again, people we talk about and say are going to win always lose their next game, so... I want UCLA versus Houston. <laughs> yes, so that we get... So then we get Baylor-Gonzaga. Because it's, I say for for as much fun as it is for the 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 teams who make the runs, it, it is like it right. is equally satisfying to, when you get the two best teams playing each other in a, in the championship game. It doesn't matter what sport it is. I'd I agree. I, I think we would agree that that's when you get the best games. I.e., the uh, Patriots Eagles Super Bowl from a couple of years ago. Like that's one of the Super Bowls from recent memory where I remember watching it and thinking like these are clearly the two best teams in the NFL, and that that game was amazing. Yeah. Um, the only <laughs> I was say the only thing I hate about football is since it's not like a big tournament of a ton of teams, it just gets redundant after a while. Even though they are the two best teams in the country. Yeah, I can. I get there most of the time. Yeah. And but granted, I was gonna say it's also one of those where you just like watch really good teams and you're just like, Man, they got dudes on their team. Like they got dudes, if you know what I mean. Um, but yeah, I if I can get a Baylor Gonzaga final, that'd be so fun to watch. Just because we didn't get to see that in the regular season. Yeah, when they were scheduled to do it. Yeah, that's a shame. So I think finally getting that matchup will be fun, and I think they play very similar ways. I think they are very similar teams. They both got all Americans, so I think it would be a very fun game to watch with a lot of three pointers. I, that's the thing. I don't know how many threes you'd actually see in that game. I think a lot. I think you'd you'd see more from Baylor. Baylor hugs them. Yeah, Gonzaga doesn't. What do you mean? The first three shots versus Creighton were all three pointers. That's one game. Um, but but that's I I I talked about I I say I talked about this previously. Gonzaga, like the conception is like Gonzaga shoot like they run and gun they shoot a lot of threes because they score a lot of points. They don't shoot as many threes as you think. 
Are you sure about that? Man? I am dead. I am absolutely sure about that. They do not shoot as many threes as you think. But they shoot 64% inside the arc, so they, they, there's no reason for them to shoot a lot of threes. We're looking up Gonzaga stats this year to prove you wrong. Okay. <laughs> I I don't know why. Why would you not trust me on that? I've watched every game they've played except two. Because I watched the Creighton game and they hugged that's a one, ton that's of threes. One, that's one game because Creighton just sagged inside the line. Yeah, did Creighton played like ass. Let's just give it to that. They had that run uh when it was the first quarter with a guy within like two. Jared, they play halves. Um <clears throat> that's what I meant, halves. When it was, when it yeah, when it was thirty one twenty five and Creighton got like five stops in a row, but then they missed eleven shots in a row. Yeah, they needed like, to make yeah, that. If if they score there, and maybe they they take the lead, or it's it's like a one point game or something going into half. It's like maybe maybe the game the the complexion of the game changes and it's different just because it's closer. But even then, I mean, can you could you really have counted on a poor shooting Creighton team to keep it close through the second half? No. Even at that, even if Creighton made half their shots, they're still down. Like here, here's the big the big thing for me. Creighton held Gonzaga what scoreless for three or four minutes straight in that game. Yeah. And they after that four minute period, they were still losing. Yeah. Because they couldn't make a shot. Yeah, as I say, uh, and, and if that if you have a four minute period where you stop one of the best offenses this year, that's the best great. Offense. One of the best offenses this year. The best offense. That's great. One of the best offenses this year. Tim, I think you're seriously forgetting about Nebraska's. <laughs> yeah, man, Teddy Allen. Uh, 32% of Gonzaga's field goal attempts were three-pointers. 32%? That's a lot. They shot 523s. They shot 1,612. They had 1,612 field goal attempts. 520 of them were three-pointers. See, guys, Tim, just to prove me wrong, actually. (laughs) Yeah, that's actually not... I don't know. It's not as many as you'd think. It's not as many as you think. No. You would think since they score so many points, they would shoot more threes. But that's the thing. is Some games, they'll shoot 20. Other games, they'll shoot six. Who's to say? And as a team, they shot 37% from three. That's pretty good. But Corey Kispert, they only had one player shoot more than 100 threes the whole season. That was Corey Kispert. He shot 192. Well, that's all he does. Uh, I don't think I've ever... You can't it's no, just not. no no it's just not saw, yes the two games I saw he doesn't he doesn't drive to the hole he has a hundred and hundred and ninety eight field goals made the season eighty seven or threes less than okay half. so I am less right than half whatever forty four forty four percent. That's a lot, though. I mean, yeah, but the thing is, it's like, but but think about it. You can't 
double team anybody on Gonzaga's starting five. It's like anybody drives and you have to help down. If you're on the perimeter, you're going to be alone. Yeah. So it's like, why not? Plus, it's easy. Like the the those kind of in between threes. I was gonna say, and you'll I'm, you'll remember this from playing. When you're up by like fifteen or twenty on a team, it's way easier to think, yeah, I'll shoot this one. Whereas, like if it was a five point game, you might not. Nah, didn't you still got to huck it, bro? <laughs> Is that where you uh, that where you made, that's where you made your money. Yeah, dude. If anyone out there knows me, I ball out. I I hug threes and I make them <clears throat> all the time. <clears throat> yeah, totally. Um, just for yeah. the real people out there, I don't shoot. I I don't make a lot of threes. I miss them a lot. I just don't want to lie to you, folks. Jared likes to drive off the. Uh, I'm the. I got that uh, old man's game. Jared I likes the straight line slow. drive from the wing. With. I don't know. Do you usually pass? <laughs> like I, usually, I you, just don't you, you dr- shoot you a drive lot. and kick. Yeah. Like is that? Maybe I, you'll one, do a hook I don't shot. Shoot a lot. What? Maybe you'll do a hook shot. Very rarely. Like, very rarely. Who's to say? I don't know. Not to put you on blast, but how how many how many uh how many league games did it take for you to get on the board? Hey, fuck <laughs> you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> last season it was six all right god damn <laughs> that's that's six games 20 minute halves shut up you didn't need to tell the half like god damn oh. but, I, but, 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 but remember t- in our t- last game in our last game i had a scoring explosion of four points <laughs> so pop off yeah, well it would have been seven if they counted the three but you didn't check the oh. ball that's so stupid. Uh, but I, but I mean, you think about it. Somebody's somebody's got to get the ball moving, and and that was uh. Well, no, no. Here's the thing, though. Here's the. Thing. I didn't have the ball first. They have the ball first. They waited for their whole team to get set on defense, and then they gave me the ball, so I shot it right away, used the bank, and it went in. Because the backboard is my best friend. And then since I made it and it was a close-ish game, then they said, oh, no, you have to check it first. I was like, man, that's that was some a close-ish. That was, was it that close? Yeah, it that was, was a playoff game that we almost lost. We were up big and we almost lost. Yeah, and that's why, I was going to say, that's why they said I had to check it in because it was a yeah. close game. If we were up, we by were what, up like 20. We were up by like 20-something most of the game and we almost just totally handed it away. Yeah. Any any of my friends that are listening to this, aka Wayne and Adam, we aren't the greatest basketball players. I'm cutting this out because I mentioned one name. All right, we're gonna disregard that. Yeah. All right. So any of my friends out there who are listening to this, I was the point guard on that team that let up a 25 point lead. And if you know anything, if I'm playing point and we have a 25-point lead, it's probably going to diminish because, one, I don't make shots. (laughs) (laughs) 
So, as <laughs> I say, I am a shittier version of John Stockton. I play the D. I get dirty. My glasses break <laughs> on the court because I go so hard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't because a ball got deflected in my face from a rebound. No. No, no way. I'm too scrappy in there. No, no way. Elbow to the face, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you and uh you and Wayne underneath in the post just throwing bows. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like a six foot five me and a six foot eight Wayne. Totally in the post. <laughs> All right, with saying that, we should probably get back to the tournament yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking Sorry, about Baylor Houston. That, that was to talk about Jared playing point guard on our uh, our Sunday night uh, rec league team. It was fun. Or Jared but, being back uh, at point guard. Yeah, I was going to say, whenever third, we had a third good string player point in guard? There, I, yeah, third string, dude. I don't know. Whenever we had our good players in there, I just let them have the ball and shoot a lot, and i just play on the wing and run and play some D. To be fair, I think I had like a, a steal a game. I averaged a steal a game. So, well, yeah, but for the for the people like you and I who focus on aspects of the game other than scoring, um, oh, not to throw shade at some of our teammates, um, I have to focus on other aspects besides scoring because I can't score, <laughs> so I'm forced to play defense. Yeah, we're not similar in that way. Um, Oh, I'm doomed. <laughs> Get out of here. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm just saying. One, one, of- one person in this podcast hit a hit a three at the buzzer to force overtime, and one didn't. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Back to yes. shoot threes and D's. Yeah. Baylor. Yeah. Baylor. Jared Butler. Um. Davion something. I'm forgetting his last name, but he's amazing on defense. Is it their tall guy? I think he's a guard. Uh, I haven't seen Baylor play uh, much this year because I just see the stat. I just see who they're supposed to play, and I assume they're going to win. And they did it almost every game. So I could honestly say I don't watch a lot of Baylor either. Davion Mitchell. That's who it is. Yeah, Baylor's just really good. Yeah, they're they're so. Final four picks. Oh, they have my probably my second favorite player in uh, basketball, Matthew Meyer. Oh, that's who's actually it. quite decent. Well, he's got, like, he's got, he's, he's got your mullet. As I said, the first, my first favorite guy in college basketball, if I haven't mentioned, is a guy that plays for Oklahoma because he looks like Larry Bird did in the eighties. And this guy now is my second favorite player because he has a mullet and he plays basketball. And he has racing stripes. Oh, does he? Yeah. That's cool. As I say, so, but yeah. Sorry. Baylor, really good three-point shooting team. Really good on defense. And in my and Tim's uh, prediction, the best team in college. uh, Not the best team. I lied. They are the better team than Houston. Yeah. Yeah, we just don't like Houston that much. Yeah, I'm even not, though, I'm not, I'm even not. though, <clears throat> even I'm though not. they're here. Well, they almost totally fell apart against Oregon State for the love of God. But they should have lost to Rutgers. Rutgers had that, the game. Yeah, won. that's that too. They should have lost to Rutgers. 
it's so painful. And, Two, and they probably had the easiest road to the Final Four. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But like I keep saying, Tim, they got there. Regardless yeah, of good, what you like good, to say. Good for them. They got there. We'll see. Oh, yeah. That Oregon State game got way closer than I thought. Yeah. It was tight. Now, if, well, if Houston, if Houston beats Baylor, hand up. I was wrong. I'll say it now. Good for them. And I'm an but idiot. That's not happening. But I don't think that's going to happen. I just, I just don't see it. Neither do I. Neither do I. Listen, I, you know, the what's his name, Giroux, the sixth man that comes off the bench. Uh, oh, Giroux. Yeah. Giroux. Yeah. He's pretty good. Yeah, he's a he, he is an excellent defender. And then they have Grimes, but I just. I Baylor's just too. Baylor's hit that point for me where they're like Gonzaga, where no matter who leads their team, they're just always going to be really good. Yep. And and the, the other, they're just so disciplined when they play. Like they don't turn the ball over. They're a senior no, led team. Or uh, an older that, older team. That's the thing and about both of them. Older teams. I always pick older teams over younger teams just because I li- like in basketball I think grown men over kids always trumps always trumps. And when I say grown men I'm talking about like juniors and seniors. Um yeah, they're just so both of them just don't they're good on offense. They're good at defense. They both rebound. They just don't really have a lot of holes in the game. And it, it I mean. Also, Houston did not win the American, or they did not finish first in the American. No, Wichita State. Who fired their coach at the beginning of the season. Yeah, but that was a justified. That wasn't a. Well, I'm not saying they shouldn't have done it. I'm just saying it's like that. that is not generally something where you have like an interim step in and you find right. that type of success. Yeah. So it's like you have all these things going on in the background of your program. And credit to Wichita State for like having a great season. Um, But if you're Houston, it's like how how, how are you a top 10 team if you can't win the American? Don't ask me. I did. Yeah, you know. Also, Houston fans out there, please don't hate us. We're just speaking our truths. We're just speaking our opinions from what we have seen on the court and who each team has played. Yeah, we watched that Rutgers game. Yeah, we, we all we, know we, we, we know We know your real identity, Houston. Unless you beat Baylor. Nah, they won't. Don't even put that out into the universe. They won't. So, okay. Okay. So, we have Gonzaga versus Baylor. Yep. We both think that. We know you want... You, we both know you think Gonzaga's going to win. I think Baylor's going to win. Because of two things. <clears throat> and the two things are... And I will always bring it back to this. Um, to these two specific things. Yo, Baylor's athletic, dog. We said it before. 
when I picked certain teams to win. Athleticism in a one-off game is very important in my mind. Mm-hmm. They're way more athletic than Gonzaga. We can agree on that. Cons- oh, oh, the whole starting five for Baylor's more athletic than the whole starting five for Gonzaga. In my humble opinion. Two, Baylor plays in a better conference. I will never, ever, in a one-off that's, game like this, that's... for the natty, and that plays a huge factor in it, Tim. I, uh, I'll wait till you're done. <laughs> One, because Baylor gets to play good teams every week. So, therefore, they are challenged every week. And if you get challenged every week or get challenged weekly, you then become a better team because then you learn how to beat better teams. And like we mentioned earlier, Gonzaga beat Kansas, who sucked. Iowa, who sucked. But I thought Baylor's in a good conference and they challenge people. Or Kansas is in a good conference and they challenge everyone they play. I never said Kansas does that. We all know Kansas sucks. Bill Self's going to get uh-huh. fired. They're going to get the death penalty because they do a lot of illegal shit down there. Mm-hmm. Carry on. Yeah, but okay. Oh, you played them once, and then you played Pacific. And other teams I can't think of off the top of my head. St. Mary's, who isn't as good as they used to be. Get out of here with that. And they play them every... Like, they play them twice. So, I will always say that better conference like this, Gonzaga, granted, they got there so far. I I, I got to pick Baylor. I got to pick Baylor for those two reasons. I, uh... Is, is, that, is that your full analysis? Yeah. Okay. I, I I commend you on your bravery for for sticking to the strength of the conference argument, even though. Yeah, but even, bit my ass. <laughs> yeah, even though the entirety of the Big Ten just shit bricks, and then most of the Big Twelve did the exact same thing. Looking at you, Texas Baylor, baby. Um, it's like. I'm an old man that uh, like, sticks to his guns. <laughs> eh. All I, 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 I just, also, I don't, I, I mean, I think Gonzaga's going to win. Because I just think they have a better, I, I, I think top to bottom they have a better team. And like Gonzaga has four or five, they got five guys that can go for 20 any given night. Timmy, Kispert, Suggs, Ayayi, and then uh, Nemhard. And they just don't... 
like watching them play these tournament games, like you you'd think these are like preseason exhibition games. They don't play too fast. They're under control. They're very patient, but they're just annihilating people. But it's not even like they're trying. It's like it's like it's just an in this inevitability that will happen. I think their game with Baylor will be the toughest game they played all year, no doubt. But they have I they have the the better big guy. And I'm I'm interested to see where you have kind of your canceling out with the in terms of the guards. But that's because Gonzaga has four good wing players and Baylor relies on three guards. So it's like if everybody has a good game then yeah it it can be a toss up but you wonder if you're Baylor it's like who do you because you got to decide to leave somebody if you're going to try and shut anybody down then you're making the conscious decision to leave somebody open and it's somebody who can do damage and the question becomes who that is but uh, on the flip side, Baylor can make a lot of threes, and so if they're not having a good defensive game, that can that can keep him in it, just because of the, the value. Uh, so, but I, I I just I don't know I don't, and I have I have significantly better insight on Gonzaga. I've watched they've played thirty games. I've watched twenty eight. So I know way more about them than I do Baylor. I just don't want Gonzaga because everyone wants Gonzaga. But I want to be different. I want Gonzaga. I was gonna say you you do like to be contrarian. Um, not about everything. Yeah. Not about everything, but on certain things for sure. Yeah, it's I say it's it's it is it is not it is not a surprise. Um. Too, wanna, and that's so boring that we agree. Like we would agree on Gonzaga. Like oh yeah, yeah. we like Gonzaga. Cool. Just, All right. I want to see. Like it would have been cool to see that Kentucky team, with Carl Anthony Towns and Willie Cauley Stein and those guys, the 2015 Kentucky team that was 38 and 0, going into the Final Four. Like it would have been cool to see them go 40 and 0. Yeah, but Frank the Tank, but, man. Yeah, but it's at the same time it's like I don't like Kentucky. But it still would have been cool to see an undefeated national champion just just because of the rarity of it. But well, then it, then you bring up the question: Are they better than the um, Indiana team? Oh, I don't think it's really comparable. Undefeated, both uh, won the Natty. But I mean, you think of are you talking about Gonzaga? If Gonzaga wins, yeah. I mean, if you just go based off accolades, you'd have to think so. Because I think I said this before. Uh, forgive me if I have, but Gonzaga has four players that were finalists for the award, end of season award for their position. And to be a finalist, that means you have to be a top five player at your position in all of Division One college basketball. So... By that definition, four of their five starters are one of the five best players, if not the best player, at their position. 
what like they have probably one of one of them is the best player at the position who uh who crisper I would, I would say I would, the best. I what, would agree. Forward in basketball. I think the next guy I would say would be Suggs. Suggs, because Timmy's such a good offensive big man. Yeah, but there's Garza, he, man. Yeah, Garza. yeah. That that that's the thing. But there man. there are more prolific big guys. But the thing is, is you would wonder would Timmy have bigger stats if he had to? Like, if Gonzaga didn't have yeah, so much firepower, yeah. would he have a Garza-like stat line? You'll never know because he doesn't have to. But but at the same time, he's not nearly as good of a shooter as Garza. No, I was going to say, watching, um, granted, I have watched limited games on Gonzaga, but I don't think I've ever seen Timmy, like, take a jump shot. Uh, he's 6 of like, 20 from 3. Okay, so it doesn't take, like, so he, I guess, is good enough. No, he... Every now and then he'll 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 shoot a mid range jumper, free throw line, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen feet. He can hit it. It reminds me of just a better version of Ethan Happ. <laughs> like, yeah. Um All he needs to do is stick by the hoop. He has he more ghost moves. I would argue he Probably has more better offensively. I would argue he has more touch and finesse. Yeah, but it's um, just a similar play. Yeah, doesn't yeah. go out for a lot of jump no. shots. No, you stay Get in that kind of ten foot semicircle. But so. the major difference, uh Drew Timmy can make a free throw. Well, dude, you don't respect even haps. What was it forty five percent from the line? Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. That's what we call that. Terrible. Um, but yeah, so Jared has Baylor. I have Gonzaga. Honestly, it could be a toss-up. So yeah, I was gonna say, I, am I? If if we get the if we get Baylor versus Gonzaga, and that's, that's the want. national that's championship, I want. I want that too. Because one, it's not a it's not blue bloods. No, which I I don't like blue bloods in any sport. I will say I. I would rather have a underdog or teams that aren't there every year than have two blue bloods, unless we're talking football and it's Nebraska. That is the only time a blue blood, if quote unquote Nebraska is considered the blue blood still, I would not. But they are on the uh, those two or three teams that fluctuate for yeah. the prestigious blue blood. But like, like if it was Duke. Versus Kansas, that'd be so boring. Or what do you mean? North Carolina versus Kentucky. I just I don't find those games interesting because they are so predominantly good, or have been predominantly good in basketball that the appeal for me is just not there. Or like Boston versus Celtic, or Boston versus Celtic, Boston versus uh, Lakers. That doesn't intrigue me a lot. Uh, Dodgers versus Yankees. That doesn't oh. intrigue me a lot because I just there to me. There's just I I like that underdog feeling. I like that team, not necessarily underdog, but that team that just doesn't get there every year. Like the Royals. That was so fun to watch the Royals in the World Series for that like four year period. 
Why? Because they have been bad my whole life until that time. So, like, like seeing Gonzaga versus Baylor, it is fun. Granted, they are the two best, but it, it brings this um, rejuvenation, this new life to to the championship game. And, like, in football, it's getting so redundant to see Alabama and Clemson and Ohio State there every year. It just gets boring after a while. So that's why it is kind of fun to see Baylor versus um, Gonzaga, if that's what it would be for me. But, yeah, sorry, I just kind of went on a tangent. I just I, 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 I felt like I had to get out my thoughts. That's all right. About I hate blue bloods. I I I think it's I think it's good for whatever sport it is when your traditional like your traditionally good teams are good. It doesn't mean that one of them has to win the national title every year. I I, I just think it's more entertaining slash better when you have most of your good teams are are good. Um. I e. I think baseball is more entertaining when like the Yankees and the Red Sox are both good and the Dodgers are good and the Giants are good and uh, so but baseball is also one of those things where it just goes in cycles so anybody can win a World Series in a five year stretch it just kind of depends on how you build Um, but speaking of baseball that's that's where we're going to wrap up since, again, we're recording on March 31st of 2021. So opening day is tomorrow. Uh, Yankees-Blue Jays first pitch at 12.05 in New York City for the first game of the season. Who are your World Series picks, Jared? Man, I see. Okay. <laughs> So if you guys didn't know, uh, I am a diehard Braves fan. And <clears throat> Atlanta Braves. So <laughs> do I want to say them? Yes. But I feel like me saying that will uh, jinx end them? up. Yes, because we also jinxed Loyola well, Chicago in our picks. Well, here's saying the thing. They're is, gonna get to the Final Four, and if they I, lost right away. May I, may I say something about superstition before you continue? Go for it. Okay, so I don't think either of us, in general, are particularly superstitious people. In in general, in general, however. When you cross over into the universe of baseball, <laughs> that could not be more untrue. Yeah, it's yeah, weird. Because it, it's like you play baseball every day of the summer for however many years in a row. It just becomes so ingrained in you. Like... Just the lunacy of latching on to superstitions, like, like, like it, it just seems so tangible and real sometimes when you're like going through a slump, and like 
you you're like oh i'm gonna i'm gonna do like this thing as i walk up like i'm gonna when i get in the batter's box i'm gonna go left foot first then my right foot and then i'm gonna do this little like little shimmy thing but then you get a hit and you break out of a slump so then you do the shimmy until uh, and until you don't hit well again but like you get you just you get into this territory of baseball and superstition is just so ingrained i think in both of us where it's like you you just there's such a hesitancy to say something or commit to an opinion regarding to people players or teams you like cuz you don't you don't want to like jinx it you don't want to in the future just look back and be like oh my god i just like retroactively just cursed us forever well i think i think what the Last thing you just said there, I think that's where it is for me. Like when it's my t- favorite team and they're actually really good and they actually have a shot to win it, that's when I like. If they're well, bad, I'm like, oh yeah, why yeah, not? They're I gonna imagine... win it. But when they have an actual shot and then that doesn't happen, I then look at the time where I'm like, oh yeah, they're gonna win no matter what. Um... I blame myself for the for the failure of the team. So well, imagine what I it was like for me in the mid in the mid in the mid 2010s cuz I'm a Cubs fan. <laughs> it's like like you remember I it just but the early 2000s the Cubs were actually good. good. Yeah, they were good, but And then they got really um, bad really quickly. Yeah, and then they had a, cu- a couple of the Alfonso Soriano years they were good. Which Alfonso Soriano all-time underrated player all-time underrated player um very quietly led the league in home runs um but that's because he played for washington and texas in between the yankees and the cubs he hit 46 home runs to lead the league in home runs when he played for the nationals like and you'd you would never have known it happened um so all right, back to our. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, that was small, will, small rant about my favorite player. Um, I will not say who's gonna win the NL, okay. just because me saying that, I think you know who I am favored towards, but yes. I don't want to say the name of the team. And based off what I've told you guys, I am pretty sure the viewers could put together the context clues. Uh, and in the AL, I you know the Yankees are going to be good. I Tampa Bay, why not? Minnesota, I, yeah. Well, Tampa Bay doesn't have Blake Snell. Good. They what? They don't have Blake Snell. See, all the acquisition, acquis, Tim, how do you say it? acquisition? Acquisitions. There it is. Yeah. Um, in the off season, I don't know about, I don't know about many of the trades. You follow this more than I do. Blake's. Well, I was going to say if you would have looked at the draft board, fantasy draft. <laughs> Blake Snell plays for the Padres. Okay, Padres have all this fucking money. Uh, they have. They have you. The Cubs traded you Darvish to the Padres as well. Okay, so the Padres potentially will be good, but no. They're not going to uh, beat the Dodgers, though. 
Yeah, and they won't beat that team uh, in a certain state down south no, either. No, that rhymes with Hotlanta. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I, I think AL I think AL's wide open. I think the NL's more shut. Ooh. Granted, I say this because I'm biased towards that one team. So, of course, I think they, they're going to win. Realistically, if we're going to look at this realistically, I think the Dodgers are too loaded. I think they're too loaded for anybody in the National League to beat them. I'd agree. Except, so except, except for the team that rhymes with Hotlanta. Yeah, I um, think my heart of hearts, because of course, the team I that would rhymes with Hotlanta had them on the ropes and should have delivered a knockout punch last year and they just totally whiffed. Should have, but uh, shout out to uh, my uh, fantasy catcher. He may or may not have been the reason why uh, Hotlanta or the team that rhymes with Hotlanta was not in the World Series last year. I got him because I was like, ah, I watched watched every game of that series and I was like, man, this guy can really play. Yeah, he's good. If you guys didn't uh, know, his, uh, Will Smith, he's a good hitter. Yes, and not Will Smith, the relief pitcher for the team that rhymes with Hotlanta. Or Will Smith, the actor. Or Will Smith, the actor, and now YouTube star, I guess. So, can I, I say, don't know. Can, I think... is, can you call him a YouTube star? He was in YouTube Rewind. Hey, he once. has millions of subscribers on his YouTube channel. He does videos from the tops he of knows. He does videos from the tops of bridges. That's really all I know. I don't think the AL is as wide open as some I, well, I was going to say some people to be nice as you think um, I got to give the bone to Minnesota because of my dad but, but that's because I, I think there are who four teams in the AL it's pretty wide open, though, relatively. Yeah, yeah, N- not so much as previous years. Um, oh, he has nine million subscribers, Tim. Sorry, I was looking oh, at okay. Paul Yeah, we can call me YouTube sensation. Um, he is. Oh, he's posted two weeks ago. Oh, regular. He's actually <laughs> regular yeah. uploads. Um, yeah, all right, all right, all right, all right. Has he posted any? Has he gone? Has he been on like a hiatus? Because he's like shooting a movie and then he posts a video that's like, "Why I've been gone." Dot dot dot. No, and so he like, says well, duh, you're, you're making movies. It, the title of his most recent YouTube video is "Why I Made Amend." Oh, so similar. So I'm not yes. far off. I'm not far off. <laughs> <laughs> Credit to me. That's 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 that's, that's 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 big J journalism right there. Making yeah, assumptions. But it, um, it looks like it looks like though. Sorry to keep keep no, on this okay. Will Smith that's YouTube okay. channel. <laughs> okay. Um, he go. He probably posts like he, I, uh, once in a while. Posts like four videos a month. But yeah, sorry. Continue. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. Um, Shout out to Will Smith. Well, well remember he he did go on Red Table Talk, however long ago, and uh, cried. His wife wanted to talk about his relationship, and he's like, "Nah, fam, that's that's personal." And then, yeah, tears were shed at some point. Yeah. Well, <laughs> or at least that's what I learned from the memes. Jada Pickett Smith literally was like, yeah, we like, 
that was I've never seen a grown man want to cry in my life. Like Will Smith had all this emotion from what Jada Pickett Smith was telling him or saying about their relationship, and he like he was visibly pissed off. Yeah, and you she could, was just talking about it. Like you could tell he did not want like, to have that conversation. Like no, in, in was, any any sort of public space. <laughs> it was like <laughs> I was just like, oh, oh lord, oh yeah. they went there. But yeah, sorry about our uh, also our. No, that's cool. That's, that's our. We should do. We should do a. Here's an idea: random pop culture segment, just in the middle of our sports podcast. Well, guys, welcome to uh, our random Will Smith. Yeah, that was Will pop Smith talk. That was our pop culture segment. We talked about Will Smith. Tune in next week for another segment about pop culture. Who knows what it'll be about? Um. But yeah, okay. So I think I think you got the Yankees, the White Sox, the Twins, and then out of the West. You know, they the do it every, they do it every year, so I'm just going to have to say Oakland because they're there every year. They're not going to yeah. they're not going to win. They're not going to no, win. They'll make it. But they'll make the playoffs, and they'll be good. And they'll be a tough out. They hit a lot of home runs. They play great defense. They have good pitching. They're just not good enough to win the World Series. But I think the AL Central, I think the Twins and the White Sox, one of them will obviously win the division, the other will get the I think the wild card. Well, there's two wild cards now. Are they still having two still? Well, there's always been they, there's been two for the last however many years since they expanded it again. Man, um, because really they have the wild card game and the winner of the wild baseball. the winner of the wild card game. Because remember the wild the Yankees played the Twins in the wild card game. A lot. Uh, three years ago, two years ago. It's they when used I, to. It's, it's when it's when I made that bet with your dad. Yeah. For a case of beer that the Yankees would be the Twins and the Twins hit two home runs in the first inning. And then the Yankees hit two home runs and tied the game. And then the Yankees just took over. I just remember the Yankees, I I, I got to my intramural game that night an hour and a half early so I could just stretch and watch baseball so I wouldn't miss any of the game. And I remember I was telling Wayne about... uh, uh, I was telling Wayne about the bet that I made with your dad, and I just remember walking onto the field, and it was like the seventh, sixth or seventh inning by that point, and the Yankees were very clearly going to go on and win the game, and I, I just remember walking on the field, and I was just looking at Wayne, just putting my hands up in the air, chanting, free beer, free beer, free beer, as I was walking out for the coin toss of an intramural football game. Free beer for you, free beer for me, yeah, free so, beer for me! <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, there's that story. Um, but anyway, I, I think maybe the Rays will get the other wild card spot, but I don't think they'll be better than the Twins or the White Sox. Um, granted, the Rays are just kind of... They're either crap or they're amazing. Um, granted, they made the World Series last year. Yeah, they did on the back of incredible pitching. And sustainability of an offense that 
just did not light it up that well. They 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 were a flaming inferno of production in the playoffs, and they just so like Randy Arozarena is a rookie, but he hit like three eighty with like ten home runs in the in in the postseason last year, and he's a rookie. Yeah, he was. So that's not going to happen again. Unless it does. Um, He's the second coming of, or the third coming of Babe Ruth. I say, well, to put that into perspective, Babe Ruth had like entire seasons where he hit 380. True. So. Maybe, you never know. Maybe if Randy Rosarina hits 380 with 55 home runs and like 160 something RBIs, and his OPS is like 1150. It could happen. Oh, Maybe. That's all I'm It could happen. Yeah, he'd have to play every day. Um, they don't. No, he'll probably play like 151 games or like 146. Um, Shout out to know. Cal Ripken. That ruled Earth. That record's never <laughs> game broken. But I, I think the Yankees will come out of the American League. I do too. And I think... I think the Dodgers pitching staff is too good because it got better since they yeah. got Trevor Bauer. Because think about this. David Price didn't even make the starting rotation. This is a World Series champion, Cy Young Award winner. He's He, he is a reliever for the Dodgers this year. And he's a lefty. He's a reliever for the Dodgers this year. They have three starting pitchers who have logged good starts. Lots of starts, good game time, lots of innings. Who are all they have three starters who are going to be acting as relievers this year. So I I mean they they got three guys who can come off anybody goes out there and gets shelled in the first inning. They can bring a guy in who can throw six. And and has like very high quality stuff with stamina. So, yeah, they're pitching they're pitching rotation. so good. They they lost. I mean, when you have a lineup as deep as they do, do you really lose anything when like one guy leaves? Because like Jock Peterson plays for the Cubs now. Which I like that as a Cubs fan, I I like that pickup. I think he's. Uh, uh, the, the kind of bat they need. Um, but like the Dodgers are just so like Corey Seager's fully healthy, and that dude's amazing. He's so good. Everybody forget like it's so easy to forget that they have him because they have Mookie Betts and Cody Bellinger. But Corey Seager's a top when when he's healthy and playing well, he's a top three shortstop. The Dodgers are just so deep. They have such a good lineup. Such a good pitching staff. The only team I think in the National League that can challenge them is uh, not the Mets, even though they just gave Francisco Lindor $341 million. That happened tonight. Which, I mean, Jesus, dude. (laughs) As I say, I don't know about you, but that just... The Mets will be better for sure. 
I would just give a guy the vibes of the Phillies where they just like throw well, out cash on people. Steve Cohen is their owner now. And he's he he has said he's going to be very involved. He he's he has more money than Mark Cuban, to give you some context. And he has c- committed. He has said he's going to be a very active owner. So, uh, the Mets have money to burn. They have, and yet they're still not the best team in that division. Well, well, the thing he bought them this off season. So he hasn't actually owned them and yet for any they're games. Still not the best. Well, they might be. But here's the thing. I, I guess granted, okay. So Jeff McNeil's really good. Michael Conforto's really good. They have the best pitcher in baseball. They have Francisco Lindor switch hitting shortstop. Yeah, I don't know. They might be better. They're they're not better you than the team that not. rhymes with Hotlanta. They're not better um, than the team that rhymes with Hotlanta. No, they're not. I, I think the team that rhymes with Hotlanta is the only team that could rival the Dodgers, but I still think that the Dodgers got much. I, I, I think I think the Dodgers improved more than the team that rhymes with Hotlanta did. So, let's say, here's my thing on that. I personally thought if, granted, from my knowledge of their contracts, I, I don't know why Atlanta... Or the team from Hotlanta. Sorry, rhymes with Hotlanta. I keep forgetting. Yeah, don't curse them. Why Why didn't they go out and get Trevor Bauer? Why didn't the team that rhymes with Hotlanta? Yeah. Because um, you have the cap room. You haven't, like, granted. Well, he was so, I, he's very. I think I know why. You get, go ahead, didn't. go ahead and say it. So, as I said, I think what they're doing or going to do is the reason they didn't get Bauer granted they could use Bauer and I thought if they got Trevor Bauer that could put them over the edge having like a a clear like they have good pitching but having that clear ace of the staff uh, could help them put them over the edge mm-hmm. of them dodges but I think the reason they're not like spending a ton of money like you see other teams is because I think I would assume they're shoe hoarding uh, enough money to keep Albies and also Acuna. I would agree. So I would assume and also, that's why they're not like you'd think maybe they want to keep some money so they can like re-sign Max Freed, Mike Sororka. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say they have a Dansby lot of Swanson if he keeps getting up. better. That are gonna uh, cost. A lot. They just re-signed Ozuna, which that yeah, was smart. I, I'm not, that's a one-year deal. Let me let me. It, it, it wasn't. It, I don't. I say if I remember correctly, it wasn't for anything. Um, necessarily like that substantial, but it was just big that they got him back. Yeah, because he was like, granted, he wasn't um, the years prior to last year. He wasn't great, but last year he was amazing. Because he, like, uh, prior years, he hit 241, 280, 312, 266, 259, 269, 265, dating back to 2013. But last year he hit. 338 um had 77 hits granted it's not a full season 
No, but yeah, but what you get from him was is hitting. yeah, especially in the playoffs. Yeah, he was on fire. He just has a whole another dimension because then you got you got Donaldson. Well, they don't have Donaldson. No, they didn't have him last year either. He plays for Minnesota, but they had him. They had him the year before that. But the four, like um, their Atlanta's first four or five hitters, would rival um, any team anybody, in the major leagues. Anybody's the only if not, team. They are the best. I would say the only team. If you're saying everybody is healthy, yeah, everyone's healthy. Everyone's healthy. I would say the There's only. Two. I would say the only two teams. Who have a better top of the lineup would be the Dodgers and the Yankees. Yeah, and I would say, if I had to choose one of them, I'd take the Dodgers. I would say the Yankees, but I would say the Yankees. Bias, bro, get out of here, dude. I would say the Yankees because you have everybody at the top of their lineup can put the ball in play. And leave the yard, and they all hit for a good average, with the exception Stanton hits for an okay average. Well, he hits for a good average now because averages have just gone down. But across the board, they hit for a good average. But th- but they, th- that's I'm putting a lot into DJ LeMay. He was their leadoff hitter there, followed by Aaron Judge second, because Aaron Aaron Judge has become a much better hitter for average. Since he's been in the major leagues, he 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 has become just a better professional hitter. Um, that's probably not something you notice if you don't watch the Yankees play with any regularity. Um, but he he is he is definitely a a a, a much more professional level hitter than he was when he first came up and just hit home runs. But I mean, DJ Lemayhew, best leadoff hitter in baseball. By far. By far. But it's it's, you close. could you could make you could make a very an extremely strong argument for the Dodgers. Because they have Mookie Betts, Corey Seeger, and Cody Bellinger at the top of the order and then Muncie. I think that's I think it goes Dodgers, Atlanta, then New York. I think the Yankees have a better top to bottom lineup than the Braves. Um, but the Freddie Freeman, Ozzy Albez, Ron, uh, see Acuna so dangerous because he has power to all fields. Well, your first four are um, Acuna leadoff. No, your first Ozzy's isn't even in the first four. He's their fifth. So you have Acuna oh. leadoff, Freeman. Uh, what they had last year in the playoffs was uh, Acuna leadoff, Freeman two. Uh, three was. Was it no? It was D. I can't say his name. D. D. Arnold. Darno. Darno, and then you had Azuna, and then you had Albies, and that was their five front five. And I think they had <laughs> shows you how good their front five is is to have those guys, and then you you uh not throwing shade at you, Dan Speed, but then it's Dan Speed at the six hole. <laughs> so. They got a good front four. I gotta remember who hits front where five. for the Yankees. This is gonna bother me. Oh, Glaber Torres is in the Yankees top four as well, I believe. But forty home run shortstop. 
Nah, man, where's the average at, dog? He hits like 295. Yeah, dude, not 300, bro. Yeah. Get no out of here with that Hardly shit. anybody hits 300 anymore. It's sad, but true. Uh, the greatest player the greatest player we'll ever see in our generation, Tim. Mike Trout. In our life. Not even in Mike, our generation. Trout, in our lifetime. Mike Trout. So in our lifetime. You mean, you mean uh, the best player of all time? Yes, the best player of all yeah, time. Heard it here, don't heard add it, us. Heard it here first. Don't add us, people. Don't we even know what think we're about talking it. about. Don't even. Mike I will, Trout I will die on that. I will fight you, and I will die on that hill, and I will not concede. Mike Trout is the best player ever. And if you disagree, you can email us <laughs> your opinions. And we will email you back our opinions and we can create some great discussion. Okay. But we're right. We're absolutely right. Uh, to wrap it up before we do our ASMR segment uh, that everyone loves, uh, we we did a fantasy baseball draft tonight. Uh, do, you, do you just want to touch on... I want to go through my whole lineup yeah. and I will tell the audience Who the you players th- I know <laughs> yeah. and the players I don't. I, All right. Yeah. <laughs> First, I'm a starting catcher, Will Smith. Already talked about <laughs> not him. Not the actor. Not, not the, <laughs> the YouTube. only reason. No, not a YouTube sensation, Jared. Will oh, Smith. yeah. Sorry. YouTube. The only reason I know Will Smith is because of the, the um, to go to the World Series last year. That is the first time I heard Will Smith. I don't follow I don't follow baseball as much as I used to, folks. So, uh, Freddie Freeman obviously plays for the team similarly named Hotlanta. I have this guy named Jeff Jeff McNeil. Yeah, he plays for the Mets. He's very good. Never heard of him. He's very good. Uh, this kid named Alex Bohm. The reason I know Alex Bohm is because he's from the same city I was born in. And me. And Tim. Uh, Tim Anderson. The reason I know Tim Anderson is because of Tim, the co-host of this podcast. Really likes Tim Anderson, who plays for the White Sox. He's awesome. He's one of the most fun guys to watch play. Tommy Edmond. No idea who that is. Plays for St. Louis. Jesus, you know your shit. Vladimir Guerrero <laughs> Jr. The only reason I know Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is because of Vladimir Guerrero Sr. Uh, Charlie Blackman. The reason I know Charlie Blackman, outfielder for the Rockies, is because he has my favorite beard plus hair combination. Yeah, in, in a perfect world, Jared would have that beard and that hair. True. I am slowly that's, that's getting it, my what, hair and he, beard out that, that that's long. That's what he strives to have. Your beard's almost there, to be fair. Oh, the image that I see, Tim, his beard's like twice as long as mine. Can you see your whole beard, though? <laughs> I trimmed it. It's not as long as you oh, think. Oh, okay. Well, I don't think. Well, I don't know. okay. Then, then, then um, no, it's not. Last time I saw your beard untrimmed, though, it's like... Oh, wow. last year, folks, wow. last year, I got my beard long. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was. And I'm going like, to do like, that this like, year, like, like, not James Harden currently. Not, not, not James Harden currently, but it was like when James, when everybody realized, wow, James Harden's really committing to not shaving, it was like that. As I say, 
I could, if I comb it out and pull it for like the maximum length, I could probably get it to a foot close two foot and two foot, not foot and a half. That'd be too long. Jeez. A foot and a quarter. Jeez. I could probably get it that close. Um, so Byron Buxton, he's a twins outfielder. That's right. My dad's favorite team. So I know him. That's right. <laughs> mm. Ryan Mountcastle. That's a cool-ass name. Don't know who that is. I told you to drop Cal- that guy. <laughs> you did, so I did. I don't know who Cal that is Schorber. either. Uh, the reason I know him, he hit the best baseball I've ever seen in my life name that. at TDA Meritrade Field with deadened bats and baseballs that aren't meant to have home runs at can, a home runless park. Can you name that Omaha. year? We were in high school. It was a 2014 Big Ten tournament. Yep, I would have got Nebraska there. played Indiana in a quarter semifinal game. Uh, final. At TD Ameritrade, yeah. Kyle Schwarber just absolutely cranked one into the off the scoreboard in right field. Over, up, off up, of it, Up folks. over the concourse. And this is right off after the introduction of, of the BB core bat, so power was at an all-time low. You just couldn't even hit the ball 35 feet. If... If they played, I, if oh. he played now or uh, like in mid two thousands, that would have hit literally halfway up on the screen, the big screen that yeah. TA Marjorie has in right field. It was it incredible. was it was on the same level as the home run he hit in the twenty fifteen wild card game that he hit over out of the stadium in Pittsburgh that he hit into the Allegheny River. It was like yeah, that. It, incredible. Clint Frazier, damn Yankee. I did not draft him, so just throwing that out there. Oh, you might actually want to play him. He 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 he's a very good hitter. Uh that is good to know. Uh Nelson Cruz, another Minnesota player. You drafted uh, very, him very good hitter. You drafted him very high. I did. Just well, that got to the point where I I started to not know many names in baseball. <laughs> so I was just like, ah. Jared drafted it. Nelson Cruz with like his seventh pick. No. The will it... it was very high. <laughs> yeah, but Tim, he had a great year last year, man. He MVP. did. He he's like eighty seven, but he keeps hitting fifty third overall, folks. He, he keeps he keeps overall. hitting like forty five home runs. Yeah. So and he's like forty five years old too. Yeah, home run for, for every year. Good for him. Uh Andres Jimenez? Sure. We'll go with that. <laughs> Jesse Winker? Sure, we'll go with that. <laughs> Austin Nola. Last four guys, I have no idea who they are. Oh, <laughs> sorry. L- Leody Tavares. So let me let me let me go to my pitchers then. Alright, let me I gotta figure. Alright. Trevor Bauer. We talked about him. I know him. Really good pitcher. Clayton Kershaw. No, I'm really good pitcher. He's losing velocity. He is, but that dude can still pitch. Yeah. Trevor Rosenthal. Don't know who that is, but he's a really good reliever, it looks like. Yeah, he is. Or uh, closer. Ian Anderson, Atlanta's pitcher. Very young, very good. Kevin Gosman? Sure. <laughs> my favorite name on my team, for sure. Sixto. S-I-X-T-O. Sixto Sanchez. 
I do believe he's starting for the Marlins on opening day. Uh, he, well, there you go, he folks. A, I believe, I believe he was a rookie last year. Which, if he didn't qualify on service time, which I don't think rookies qualified on service time last year, he is a rookie this year. But he's very talented. I uh, see. I knew that, guys. That's clearly why I picked him with the hundred sixty eighth pick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jordan Rom- Rom- Romano. Yeah. Tyler Mall, Malay, male with the silent H. I don't know. And then Chris Bassett. So basically, I know two thirds, maybe less than two thirds, maybe a half of my team, and that's about it. So that's the rundown of my fantasy team. Will I do well? Probably not. But I'm here for the fun. That's all that matters. All, uh... I say I'll, I'll 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 run down mine, and, and for for context, I know the name of probably ninety percent of my players. I know who they are. Yeah, as I said, it's gonna be different. Tim's gonna be like, uh, no, 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 no. But I watch. I I I say I I watch baseball highlights in the morning at work. So. I, I, I say I, I follow baseball more closely. Than, no, uh, he does it before work because when he's at work, he works. Well, no, I get my work done because <laughs> I can do it, to, I can do it no, quickly. And, I'm just trying to well, save you just in case, dude. Um, no, they know I do it. Um, <laughs> I have Yasmani Grandal, catcher from the White Sox. Who the fuck is that? He's one of the best catchers in baseball. Um, he's from oh, Cuba. I know my stuff. Uh, I have his teammate, reigning American League MVP Jose Abreu, at first base. Hits for a great average and power. Wait, what team did he say he's on? The, the White, White Sox? Sox. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the say, White Sox are good. <laughs> See, I didn't know that either. Um, I just know they didn't make the playoffs last year. No, they made the playoffs. Did they? Yes. Ah, shit, dude. See, I thought Minnesota did. Then who won Minnesota's division? Because Minnesota didn't. Did they? I'm sorry. I'm pretty sure. I'm just. I'm pretty sure that the White Sox won the division last year. No, 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 no. Did Minnesota win the division? Then the White Sox got the White Sox got to the wild card. Here, let me. Yeah, just go through your team all the Um. I have Kettle Marte, second baseman from Arizona, who is he's such an incredible player. He had such a good year last year. A uh, guy flies under the radar because of where he plays. Minnesota did win the division. White Sox finished third but got the wild card. Okay. okay. There were three wild cards last year, right? No. Oh, two? yeah, they expanded it. Three, yeah. Um. Yeah, Kettle Marte. Excellent player, best player in the Diamondbacks organization. He's a monster. I have him at second base. I have Nolan Arenado at third. Best I do defensive know him. best defensive third baseman in baseball. An all time great defensive third baseman. Uh and he's got the bat. Uh shortstop, I have Javi Baez. Um second base slash shortstop, I have Marcus Simeon, who went from Oakland to Toronto. He's got a good bat and a good glove. Uh, first slash third, 
I have Max Muncie, very good hit power hitter who hits in a protected lineup, so you can't go around him. Uh, outfield, I have uh, Christian Yelich. Uh, I picked him because I'm really hoping he doesn't just absolutely blow like he did last year. Um, that would, that would suck if he does. Uh, then an outfield, I have a guy. I didn't mean to draft this guy. I did it on accident. I was trying to queue him up. I meant to pick Patrick Corbin. And I didn't realize it until like five picks after my pick passed. Uh, Alex Verdugo from Boston. Formerly a prospect in the Dodgers organization who made his debut with them. And then they traded him for Mookie Betts. Uh, then I have Ian Happ, center fielder for the Cubs. Andrew Benintendi, an outfielder for the Royals who got traded there. Um, a couple of weeks ago, maybe uh, winter meetings. That was longer ago. From Boston to Kansas City. Um, yeah, the Killer Bees are no longer the. Uh, none of them play for Boston anymore. Ben and Tenney's in Kansas City. Jackie Bradley Jr. just signed with somebody I don't remember who. And then Mookie Betts is with the Dodgers, obviously. Uh, Aaron Hicks is my last outfield slot switch hitter with that good lefty power in Yankee Stadium so he'll get 25 home runs I took a chance on John Carlos Stanton hoping he'll stay healthy for at least two thirds of the season so I get a lot of points out of him he dropped really far um, so that was nice and then I got Justin Turner on my bench hits for a great average gets RBIs plays multiple positions Mark Canna plays multiple positions hits a lot of home runs gets on base because he plays for Oakland Ryan McMahon Utility player from the Rockies. No idea who that is. I picked him because he plays three positions. <laughs> uh, Colton Wong. I didn't pick him. Auto draft picked him. I would not have picked him. Uh, pitchers. I have Garrett Cole. Then I have Aaron Nola. Then I have uh, Otani Son. I got Shohei Otani. He dropped way. He, did you see how far down the list he was in the draft order? Uh yeah, because I didn't I I didn't even look at him because he was hurt. Yeah, I picked him. Well, he's day to day. Like, it's not like oh he's on the he's on the IL for like ten or fifteen or sixty days. He he's just day to day. Oh, I just saw the red marks by his name, so it's like yeah. He's he's just listed as day to day, so it's like well I picked him up because you can put him in your lineup to hit and pitch. Mm-hmm. Um, Brad Hand, good reliever for the Nats. Uh, James Karinchek, reliever for Cleveland. No idea who that is. Corey Kluber, plays for the Yankees now. Dustin May, with his big curly red afro. Um, Ryan Yarbrough, starting pitcher, Tampa. Do you know who that is? I'm going to assume if I don't I should just assume if I don't know who it is, you don't know who it is. I have no idea who that the, is. I don't know. The Rays have good starters who just come out of nowhere. True. So, yeah, Ryan Yarbrough. Yeah. And then John He's... Means. Yeah. Starting pitcher, Baltimore. So he's probably going to get shelled. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Well, clearly Tim 
Ryan Yarbrough used to play for got slicked by Seattle Mariners, Tim, clearly. Come on now. Oh, cream of – I'm not going to make a joke about him being Jeez. the cream of the crop. He's a pitcher in the major leagues, so he's one of the best baseball players on the planet. But still, please get strikeouts and don't lose games. Dude, he legitimately grew up a Rays fan. Because so we're uh, we're playing in a in a in a points league. There's no head to head. It's just whoever's team scores the most points starting tomorrow until October third, the last day of the regular season. So we'll have some regular updates. Not sure how confident Jared is since he doesn't know who I... anybody he has. Well, I it's not okay. So like confidence level is low just because I've never done a points league in general. So I don't know what like is does it go by weekly or bi-weekly? No, or it's monthly? it's just it, it's it's like just like a running total over the course of the season. So oh man, dude, that's whack. It it's just the total points that everybody scores. Yeah, so but like, then that's that's so whack because you can't have like upsets or like like I don't know. Well, it'll be interesting though. Well, the, I am the point the point is is the the point is is that like truly like the best the most well constructed team will win. Yeah, but that's not fun, man. Where's the upsets? Are you not dude? confident that's that you built your team at, well? So I don't know half the players on my team. I don't know if I built them well or not. I, you know, I we'll find out. You'll know in like a month. Yeah, you'll see me. You'll see me at the very bottom of the standings. Oh, there's Jared. <laughs> we'll find out, though, folks. I'm excited. Um. All right, should we close it out with some some ASMR? <laughs> well, none of you have uh, replied yet, so clearly you're loving it. You're loving the ASMR, so we're going to continue it until someone replies to the email. All right. Uh, Let it rip. Let it rip. Got any more, Tim? Before we end it. Uh, I'm cutting that out. That's not going. <laughs> no, leave that in. Leave that in. Leave that in. <laughs> All, right. All right. On that note. Go Dragons.